Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Beginning downtown, Peckle Park, a new beginning. Let's go. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Baby says you want to go to the game. Taught her how to say Padre gang. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Mitchell and Ness with the old school name. All of the homies holler Padre gang. Yeah, that. Good day, everybody. Welcome to episode 202 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. I'm your host, Ben Fadden, coming to you with a hypothetical trade for the Padres. A.J. Preller is done with the Major League Baseball draft. Those 20 rounds are done in Los Angeles. Uh, Episode 201 had a hypothetical trade. This isn't going to be another quick episode as well, not hour long or anything like that, just a Hypothetical deal, 201, episode 201 was about Brandon Drury and him coming to the Padres as a potential trade target and what the Padres might have to give up there. This episode uh, is sponsored by Gagler and Bros, Famous Cheese Steaks and Garlic Fries. And the player I am bringing up in this episode is Orioles outfielder Anthony Santander. And just to start off here, the Baltimore Orioles, they have been playing well. Um... I don't think that they expected to be in this spot where they are right now. So I want to put that out there right now. They're 46 and 46, and they're still in a playoff race in the American League. So they might not be willing to give up Anthony Santander in a trade. And they just might want to ride with him. They would have him for multiple years of control, roll with him, and see where this goes this year and what he can do next year. They have him under control for this year, next year, and the year after that. So he'd be a free agent after 2024. But if they feel like they can get some nice value back for him, 
I don't think that they believe they're going to go win a World Series this year, then maybe it's a fit. I think that the Brandon, the Brandon Jury trade that I uh, proposed last episode is more likely to happen uh, because he only has one more year left on his deal. The Reds suck. Uh, I think that's more likely to happen than this deal. But it's another bat that the Padres could use. Um, they, they need power. They definitely need power. Anthony Santander has 15 home runs this year. It's the same as Manny Machado, who has the most home runs, I believe, on the Padres entering, uh, going into this All-Star break. I'm recording this on a Monday, July 18th. Uh, so this is going out a few days later. Uh, but obviously no games have been played, so uh, the stats are the same. Uh, Bomel said, Bob Melvin, that is, after Sunday's 3-1 to loss, we're not really a power team right now. Padres ranked uh, 20th in the majors in OPS with runners on base, 20th. Uh, they have a 736 OPS. They rank 27th in slugging percentage, 25th in home runs. Eric Hosmer, who they're, playing, they're paying $20 million to, has zero extra base hits since June 26th. So he's not providing power. Nola's not providing power. Grisham's not providing power. Kim's not providing power. Ruiz is not a power bat. So it's it's really top-heavy. Profar's not even a power bat. It's top-heavy. They need more power in this lineup. And how are they going to do that? That's, you know, that's what it comes down to. And, you know, Juan Soto obviously is a big target. I've already talked about him. And you can go look that up on the podcast platforms and on YouTube. I'll probably continue to talk about him. But there's the, the bottom line is the Nationals don't have to trade him, just like the Orioles don't have to trade Santander. The Nationals don't have to trade Soto. They have a lot of leverage here, I would think, um, just because teams there's going to be a lot of teams interested, and they don't have to trade him. They could just say, no, I don't like your offer, Preller. I don't like your offer, Andrew Friedman, GM of the Dodgers. You know, um, And so it's just, you know, the Padres have the prospects available to go get Juan Soto, like at their ready. Preller can do that. If you want to give up the whole farm, your your top farm guys, Abrams, Gore, Wood, uh, Hassel, just go down the line and give those guys all up for two and a half years of Soto, three pennant races. And some would argue that that's worth it. And for that package, I'd say it's not worth it. But for you know, definitely a few of those guys, it is with some other guys in there. Um, with Santander, the Padres would not have to give up as much he's making a little over three million this year so if you prorate that that's probably like a million and a half the rest of the year which is about how much money the Padres have I think before they hit that luxury tax number so they probably would have to shed some salary in other deals but as we've seen in the past AJ Preller is more than willing to make a lot of deals before a trade deadline to you know form the right combination of players that he believes will help the team, you know, after the trade deadline. Sometimes it hasn't worked. Uh, obviously, we'll admit that. And sometimes he has failed at the trade deadline, like last year. And then the team collapses. Um, he didn't fill the holes. He just kept adding on to places where they didn't really need extra guys. Um, you know, but he's willing to make moves. And that's why these hypothetical deals, like, there might be some other teams, if I was doing a podcast for other teams that are contending, maybe doing all these hypothetical trades that I've done, you know, Santander, Drury, Soto, maybe that doesn't make sense because their GM doesn't, you know, think so outside the box like Preller does and doesn't make all these type of moves. But that's what Preller does. 
uh, he is going to think outside the box. And so Anthony Santander is not a name I'm hearing a lot. Uh, Brandon Jury, I didn't hear at all from any Padres fans, so I brought that guy up. And Santander, so let's say the Padres can move a contract. Someone, Lamette maybe, someone takes someone on. Doesn't have to be the Orioles, someone else. Uh, and they clear some room, and you can take on, you have room for Santander uh, to get him in onto the roster, and it would be under the luxury tax. Okay, so you get Santander. I think the Padres, they could give up Reese Kinnear and Jackson Merrill. And so baseball trade values has Santander bringing 10.4 value to the Padres, and Baltimore is getting back 10.2 value in Kinnear and Jackson Merrill. And Santander, 15 home runs, same as Manny this year, 46 RBIs. Uh, that would be third best on the team. A 748 OPS, that would be the second best on the team behind Manny, whose OPS is, I believe, over 800. So he would slot in probably in the middle of the lineup, maybe third in the lineup, and Manny hit fourth. And I'll bring up a potential lineup here in a second. Again, it's a short episode, just a hypothetical trade, just throwing it out there. It's the all-star break. Still wanted to get some type of content out for you guys, and it creates a good discussion. So Kinnear, Padres giving him up. They have other options in the bullpen. I brought up Steven Wilson in the last episode uh, with Brandon Drury, a hypothetical trade for him. If they don't want to bring up Steven or give up Steven Wilson, then he can go pitch uh, on the team. And with Kinnear, he hasn't allowed a run in the bigs this year. Yeah, he might. he's a pretty valuable guy that can be called up whenever you want. But if you want Santander, like right now, the priority, I would think, is to bring in offense. Like, it doesn't matter how good the pitching is. You're not going to win a World Series with the offense that the Padres have right now. So their first priority should be to go upgrade this offense. And Santander would upgrade the offense a little bit. Uh, you bring If you give up Jackson Merrill, he's one of their top prospects. He's a shortstop, can play middle infield. I think he's playing with Lake Elsinore right now alongside James Wood. Yeah, I, I like Merrill, but his position shortstop and... There's a guy named Fernando Tatis Jr. that's going to be there for the next decade plus. So it seems like Merrill would be blocked. If you don't want to give up Abrams in a Juan Soto deal, you don't, or Soto goes to another team, ho hopefully it's someone other than the Dodgers. If it's anyone but the Dodgers, I would feel a little bit better. Uh, obviously, you hope it's here. But if you don't want to give up Abrams or Soto just ends up going somewhere else in a trade, you can keep Abrams to go play second base if you want Cronenworth to slide over to first base and you don't want Hosmer or Voigt playing there every day, right? So I think even then, Abrams will be here for a long time and then Merrill will still block. And center field, Estieri Ruiz might be here for a long time and then Merrill would be blocked there. I just don't really, you know, obviously there's a bench, but you could still fill the bench with other guys. Eggy Rosario is an infielder. I'm not saying, and Merrill wouldn't be ready for next year. He'd be a long ways away as well. And the Padres right now, they need to win right now. This is the time to go at it. You have a starting rotation like this. You have Bob Melvin on the team. You bring him in in the outside-the-box hire. You got to go for it, I think. Uh, and so if they make this move, this upgrades their team, and Baltimore gets back two controllable guys. One's a prospect. The other is kind of a prospect, and he's already had big league experience. They can plug him, him in if they don't truly want to give up this year. I still think if they're, if they're not going to give up, I don't think they'd trade Santander, but I just don't think it would be smart for them to go, obviously, all in on this year when they're not going to win a World Series. Like It feels like this is a, a cool story. First half of the season, they, you know, they ended it playing pretty well. They're not a real contender 
And so I think the Orioles have to step back and actually look at that. Um, so I think that's their point of view. Merrill, Kinnear, two young guys, send them back to Baltimore, and the Padres can get back Santander. You get him for two more years after this. Profar has the opt-out after this year. So even if he does opt out, you could have Santander go play left field. Santander plays left. Uh, I think that's his primary position. I'm sure he could play right field as well. I know they have Mazar and Myers there, but injuries could happen. And I'm sure he could DH as well. And so if the Padres get Anthony Santander, uh, I think a lineup could look like this. If you, I don't want Hosmer or Voigt playing first, so I'm just taking them out of the lineup and having Santander um, be the DH. And Voigt could go back to Baltimore in a deal. You know, who knows? Um, I think Voigt has two more years of control after this year. So if they're just flop, you know, just flipping contracts, uh, maybe they do that. And maybe the Orioles, maybe they get Voigt, Kinnear, and Merrill. I have no idea. Maybe that would be too much for Santander. Uh, there might be some fans that think that, and I don't blame you for thinking that. I'm just trying to throw around ideas right now, um, just throwing them out there and seeing if something sticks, if something might happen here at the trade or before the trade deadline. Um, with Santander, I think the lineup, Tatis at shortstop leading off, Crony, uh, Jake Cronenworth at second base batting second, Santander batting third DHing, Manny at third base batting fourth, Alfaro catching batting fifth, Nomar Mazzara uh, is in right field, or Myers, and there he would be batting, what's uh, sixth? Profar batting seventh and left, Abrams at second base, batting uh, eighth, and then Estier Ruiz batting ninth in center field. I think that's a pretty good lineup. I think that's a lineup that's better than what it was on Sunday, uh, better than what it's been a lot of this year because you, you're adding two maybe all-star caliber players, Tatis definitely, and Santander, uh, he was one of the, he's been one of the Orioles' best hitters this year, and he would, you know, have... He would be one of the best offensive players on this team right now if he was on this team and had those same stats this season that he did uh, with the Orioles through the All-Star break. So let me know your thoughts on this deal. I've only been talking for like 12 minutes. Very short episode. Again, Santander, his contract, if it's prorated for this year, we'd probably have to be paying him $1.5 million or something this year. And if the Potters can dump a contract, uh, it doesn't have to be an expensive one, just a couple million, and they can definitely have room for Santander to pay for this year. And then we'll see what happens 2023-2024. And you can have him have him have him there. Who knows if they put him in left or right, or if they just DH him. Um, we'll see. You know, a lot of moves can happen. Players can be moved. Preller's made a lot of moves where he trades players that we didn't think might be traded. So it's hard to do hypothetical trades when Preller is the GM, but it makes me want to do hypothetical trades because Preller is a madman, and this is probably what he's doing 24-7 when he's not thinking about the draft. And the draft's over as, I'm, as you're watching or listening to this. So let me know your thoughts. This episode brought to you by Gaglion Bros Famous Cheese Steaks and Garlic Fries. Uh, GaglionBros.com to be their entire menu, the addresses, the phone numbers. Uh, they have a location inside Petco. Mission Gorge and Point Loma, great cheesesteaks and garlic fries. So I encourage you to check those guys out. Joe Gaglione and those uh, brothers, they are great. Um, that is the episode. Uh, Anthony Santander, again, I don't think this, you know, don't come at me and say, oh, Ben, this trade's not happening. 
I, I don't think that this trade will happen because I think that the Orioles just aren't going to trade Santander, period. I think they're just going to hold on to him because he does have two more years of control and they are playing pretty well right now. So that would probably disappoint the fan base. Um, but it's a hypothetical trade for a reason. Uh, I'm trying to have fun here, trying to see different ways the Padres could improve their team. I think the Brandon Drury trade, maybe not that specific trade, but acquiring Brandon Drury is more likely than acquiring Anthony Santander because Drury is on a sucky team and, well, a really sucky team, and he's not getting paid as much money. It's only a one-year deal. I think that's more likely, uh, but those are two guys. And then Juan Soto, obviously, is the big one, but I wanted to think outside the box, think of some other guys that aren't being mentioned among uh, you know, the beat writers and uh, Padre fans and all that. So let me hear your thoughts on YouTube in the comments. Talking Friars, I encourage you to subscribe to the YouTube channel for daily Padres content. For the podcast listener, listeners, sorry if I could talk here, podcast listeners, thank you so much for listening. You can uh, give me your thoughts in the YouTube comments as well if you want to head over there or at Talking Friars on Twitter, uh, Instagram, or TikTok. All right, that'll do it. Episode 202, Anthony Santander hypothetical trade to the Padres. All right, go Padres, everyone. Padres are back on Friday. I'll see you later.